listening to Jersey Hardwood on moresportsnow.com. It's the podcast covering Rutgers basketball, Seton Hall basketball, and any relevant basketball story in our area. I'm Steve Titchener in our Jersey studios. And on the line, I got our own version of Johnny Hoops, John McAleby. John, how you doing, bud? I'm doing well, thank you, Steve. And is there a better sound than balls bouncing on hardwood these days? I'm all revved up. The season is here. And you and I are going to talk all about it this year. We're ready to go. Also, we're very happy to have LG Insurance, Aaron Levine, a good friend. I've been using him for years, and he's come on board to support our show. We're really excited about that. And we're really excited to talk about Jersey basketball, especially, of course, this season's uh, particularly exciting. You got Seton Hall ranked number 12 in the country, and you got Rutgers on the up and up. So, you know, it's it's a really exciting uh, exciting basketball time in Jersey for sure, without a doubt. And who could? How could we not start with with the Pirates? Who, you know, let's face it, their season um, really started when Miles Powell back in the spring decided that he was going to come back for his senior year, and it's only been building. the The anticipation for this season has been building to a crescendo, and they got it started. The other night, and I tell you, the fans are ready. The season tickets are selling out. We had athletic director Brian Felt on a week or so ago. Yes, we did. You could just hear it in his voice. I mean, he was revved up for the season. The office is revved up, and uh, and now the balls are bouncing. So we're we're ready to go. Well, now, Johnny, you're a Providence alum. You're locked into the Big East, and you follow Seton Hall as much as anybody. Number twelve in the country. Is it? Do you believe the hype? Are they that good? Well. Miles Powell is that good, and yes. he has he has the makings of you know a first team, maybe second team All American player. He is that good. It's amazing. At the end of the game, everybody knows where the ball is going to go, and everybody keys their defense toward him. They double team him, they triple team him, and he just still finds a way to knock in jumpers from well beyond the arc, or he gets himself to the basket. He gets himself to the free throw line. He is outstanding, but. What Seton Hall has this year is they have some really good depth and experience. They have some players around him that can do some things as well. They have Miles Kale in the backcourt. It's also a big season, junior year for Sandro Mamu Kalashvili. Say that name three times. Yeah, well, here's huh? the play. Here's my deal for the season. We're calling yeah. him Mamu or Sandro because I'm not yeah. tackling that name every time. But listen, man, he's you know a kid from Georgia. He's 6'11", Georgia, the country that is. You know, 6'11", and he's one of those guys, he's one of those poor Zingas types, you know, who can shoot on anywhere on the floor and, and can play inside, and, and uh, he's, a ver- he's a versatile player, he's, and, and he's just going to keep getting better. He's in his junior year now, but I imagine he'd probably be coming out at some point. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it's a big year for him. As you said, he can, he can take you inside with some nice, crafty post moves, and he takes you outside and shoots from behind the arc. But, you know, there's sort of strength in numbers with them. You know, they have Quincy McKnight as their point guard who's back, who can really do some things. He sets his teammates up, but he can also score. I mentioned Miles Kale earlier. Jared Roden is a guy to keep an eye on. He had a nice game in their season opener, and he's a guy at about 6'5", 6'6", who can shoot the ball from deep, also get to the basket. One thing they have a lot of this year is height. They're Mm -hmm. blessed with size. They had Romero Gill last year as a 7-footer, but they brought in a transfer from Florida State, who sat out last year. His name is Ike Obiagu, and in his season opener, he blocked like five shots, had a couple of monstrous dunks. He's more of a defensive guy to start the season, 
But he was a guy that, that Florida State thought a lot about, and when Seton Hall got him, it was a coup. He'll be their starting center this year. So they have a lot of size in the middle, so their guys, their guards out front can maybe take some chances in passing lanes, knowing that they have a uh, deterrent in the back, and maybe they can get out on breaks. So I think it's going to be a very interesting team. They're, they're deep, uh, and they have answers at a lot of positions. But again, Powell is the proverbial straw that stirs the drink. Yeah, and don't forget about the transfer from Syracuse that they got a couple seasons ago, Toreen Thompson. He's yeah, another well, big kid there, but they got in a little trouble with him now. Uh, yeah, Torian Thompson is the reason why Kevin Willard was suspended mm-hmm. for the preseason games and the first two games um, of the season. I guess something to do with the recruitment of Torian when he was, I don't know if it was when he was still in high school um, or when it was when he was coming over from Syracuse, but he got into a bit of a spell with that and also – uh, Shaheen Holloway, who was the lead recruiter with him, who's now the head coach at St. Peter's University, he's been suspended for the first four games of his season. So there was something a little shaky going on right now in that respect, and they took care of that already. Yeah, but you're right. I mean, they do have a lot of size, and then you got a guy like Miles My- Powell there that's going to get that shot when you need it. I mean, he's really, you're right, in terms of being the b- being the man. And the yeah, fact we, that he, they listen, came back for senior year is huge and because probably because he feels that this team could be that good. Yes, and he thinks that he can really showcase himself. He may not have been ready for the NBA last year, but if he has another big bang-up year, he could be a first-round draft pick, and that means money. Last year mm-hmm. he was not going to be a draft pick, um, at least a first-rounder. This year he could be a first-round draft pick, which means money. Uh, so he came back. Another one who came back was Kevin Willer, sort of, flirted with the Virginia Tech job uh, at season's end. I think more so they flirted with him than him uh, wanting to go. But he's back, and he's done a really nice job these last few years. Um, Seton Hall's been been moving up the ladder, and their preseason picked ahead of Villanova. They have uh, He's been picked as the coach of the year preseason, uh, Miles Powell the player of the year, and Seton Hall has been picked number one in the conference. So anytime you can leapfrog Villanova, who's been the gold standard sure. in the new Big East, here's something else to keep in mind, Steve. How about a schedule? They put together a schedule for them. Seton Hall will play Stony Brook this Did, afternoon. We're yep. recording this on Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. And then their next game, oh, by the way, is against Michigan State mm-hmm. at The Rock. And as uh, as Brian Felt told us last week, they're going to have the – the top show, the top tank is going to be up. They're not going to have that curtain pulled, which is usually there when they don't have enough folks. So that's going to be an awesome game. Cassius Winston and Tom Izzo and the Spartans from Michigan State are coming in. So Seton Hall will have a big one there. Uh, later in the season, they're going to be playing in the battle for Atlantis. Teams in that are Oregon, North Carolina, Gonzaga, mm-hmm. Michigan, Iowa State. And uh, they also have, obviously, they have Rutgers at the rack. Mm-hmm. And they play a really good Maryland team this year, too. So their out-of-conference schedule is really yeah. good. And this year's Big East is going to be be a rock fight from 1 through 10. Of course. And Oregon's uh, ranked number 15, so that mm-hmm. uh, that's going to be a nice matchup. And, yeah, they're uh, challenging themselves, yeah. which is good. You yeah. want to do that. No question about it. I mean, you get yourself ready. Uh, for later in the season, it pays off, and it pays off later in the season. You know, you need the wins, but then you know you're you're a better basketball team, frankly. Yeah, and, and that is if you cash in on some of those. Right. I mean, if they go out and they get whacked by a lot of these teams, yep. 
then you know, then you're licking your wounds, and then you have yeah. to win your Big East game. So yeah. they're they're challenging themselves, but they better be up for it because they can't, you know, lose more than they win. Yeah, and you really can't. You know, they they beat up on Wagner. You knew that was going to happen, so you really can't judge it how good they look and how they're playing yet. I mean, they got Stony Brook again this afternoon. You know, Stony Brook can be tough, um, so they'll handle that pretty yeah. easily. Uh, you know, on the other side, let's talk about Rutgers, who, look, uh, a win's a win, but it's about as early a wake-up call as you can get the first game. I mean, they did not play well. Now, they're a young team playing together for the first time, uh, but they came very close, very close to a very, very bad loss to a very not bad Bryant team. Let's come on, frankly. Come on, they're like ranked uh, 320th in Ken Palm. I mean, come on. And yeah. um, they were up 16 points mid-second half, you know, coasting along. And they and I they coasted. They literally coasted. They got yeah. real lazy. They weren't getting back on defense. They gave up some threes. Uh, that, so the defense was certainly poor. And uh, they let Bryant get back in this game, and they get dangerously close to losing. Well, let to me tell you. Actually I can tell you as a coach, again, at, at an eighth grade and a freshman level, the first thing I tell my kids is once you have a team down, you have to step on their throat. Mm-hmm. When you're up 16 points, the game is over. It's almost like you're playing against the clock. You have enough points right now. You just have to play defensively. You have to shut them down. Of course, you want, still want to score on the other end, but you have to look at it that way. We have enough in the bank right now. Let's step on their throat. If they can't score, they can't come back against us. And yeah. unfortunately, from what I had read, I, could, I, I, had to, I saw the first half. I didn't catch the second half. I guess their their defense out on the perimeter was awful. The Bryant guards just kind of yeah, did they were dropping they threes. It was it was they didn't have good defense uh, on the on the periphery at all, and they weren't yeah. getting back on defense. I mean, yeah. so so well, Bryant got Bryant got some easy ba- uh, buckets. Coach Peichel spun it that hey, it's a tight game, and we pulled out a tight game, and I, that's where he wanted to go with it. He's got a young team, I get it, but listen, you know, he, I, he's beating them up in practice, you know, since I mean they're playing uh, t- uh, Sunday. Yeah. Uh, against Niagara, but um, you know, look, it was it was a poor it was a poor CYA mode because if your team doesn't get back on defense, that's not the team's fault. That's the coach's yeah. fault. They, they, that that's page one. If they don't do that, then you clear five out and you put five guys in that are going to get back on defense. That that's at this level that yeah. can't happen. Yeah, but listen, you know they're a much better team than that. Pikele decided to go publicly decided to go with hey they they got it one out. And they showed a lot of grit because there's going to be a lot of tight games. I see where he's going with that, but you know that next practice he beat them up because listen, man, that was a that, you know that was a bad performance. Yeah. And he had to get after them, especially defensively, because it just wasn't there in the second half. They just you know they it, so so it's a concern. But look, they're a young team. Um, they got the win. Uh, Can the, we talk about some positives? How yeah, absolutely. About, no, listen. Oh, no question. I'm just saying that we, you Paul got. Mulcahy from Gil St. Bernard, Paul Mulcahy, the headbanded one. Mm-hmm. You know, they've been waiting for him for a while. Yeah. He signed a long time ago and used to go to a lot of their games. I think almost even sit behind the bench right near your friend, those seats there behind uh, behind the Rutgers bench. And yeah. He didn't disappoint. I mean, no, he, he got, was really good. Eight they, points, I think three boards, three assists, only one turnover. And. He's brash, you know. He'll make a layup and he'll yell and he'll pump his fist. And, you know, they need a little influx of that. They need a little come get some from a point guard like that. And, and it's, he can do a lot of things. He's an excellent passer. He can score the ball a little bit. 
He gives you a little something off the bench right now, but it might not be long before he's in the starting lineup. He was lining up on the foul line, taking the pass in from the foul line and passing from there. So it was interesting how uh, Peichel was yeah. using him early. Well, you put a good pass because he's, at the yeah. top of that 2-3 zone because that's the soft spot. You can get the ball in there. Yeah. And um, from there, the defense will collapse. And because he sees the floor so well, if he can start ringing the bell on that free throw jump shot, then he's going to be even that much better. Oh, no question. And there's a lot of positives. I mean, J- Jacob Young, for a good first look at him, and very athletic, very quick. So he's uh, so he's going to be tough defensively. Now yeah, from Texas. I forgot about yeah, him. Yeah. He's a system oh. player there. And um, he, was, uh, he had a really nice game. Yeah, he did. I mean, he missed a dunk, missed a layup. I mean, they missed a lot. Of, uh, Turned the ball over a yeah. bunch, but he yeah, did so some things. I think he was a little tight. It was first game at the rack, you know, even against a lesser opponent. He was, you know, obviously tight, wanted to show what he can do. And, and you could see the you could see the athleticism, man. I mean, the guy was... And you know what? He yeah. comes from some good bloodlines. His father, Michael Young, was a member of Phi Slamma Jamma at the University of Houston. Mm-hmm. And his brother, Joe, was an All-American in Oregon. And I know yeah. that because Joe had signed to come to play at Providence College and then reneged at the last minute. So we had this all-star recruit who wanted to stay closer to home and uh, but yeah he comes from some really good bloodline those are some some good players there yeah and you know listen Ron Harper Jr. um, who's the leading scorer when they took the trip uh, uh, to Spain for uh, for the exhibition games and he played well you know Mathis is uh, pretty much very similar to to Jacob Young they got some very athletic quick guys here who are going to be tough on on the defensive end I yeah, mean, Montez was the big recruit last year, yeah. the top 100 guy, and he's got to come into his own. This is a big season for him. Yeah. What did you think of uh, Yeboah? Did you like his play? No, he played well. Um, again, well, it was un- your, it was a lot two- of uneven performances, John. That's what it was. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. it's their first game. You know? Sure, your two gunners between Harper and Geo, they shot a combined six for 21 and one for 10 from three point range. That's not going to happen all that often. Another bad sign. 56% from the free throw line, only 18 for 32. They shot 14% from three-point range, three for 21. So that's going to get better. Um, those guys are good shooters. I mean, Harper Jr. is a heck of a shooter. Yeah. Dale Baker's a heck of a shooter. So, you know, give it to uh, first-game jitters. Get out of the, get out of the gates um, mm-hmm. tomorrow with a better showing with Niagara and then put this one behind them. Sure. I mean, there's a lot of promise there. Again, I, f- I think defensively they're going to be really tough once they gel as a team. Uh, again, I mean, the things that you saw, is it, just as you alluded to, John, is it, is a lot of a lot of missed shots. So uh, that should get better, and they need it to get better if they really want to go where they where, where they think they can. Um, and that's uh, you, you got to make shots. You, you know this, uh, Mr. Basketball Coach, John. You, I mean, at the end of the day, the ball's got to go I down. I can tell you, a lot of these teams, they all run the same stuff. And what will make one coach look good is when you run a couple of fade screens and your guy at the end of that last pass can drill a jump shot. But the guy who looks bad is when you run the same play and your guy shooting the ball shoots it off the side of the backboard or doesn't make anything, shoots an air ball. That's the difference between a good coach and and a bad coach, I can tell you that. Yeah. From uh, from experience, yeah, and I'll tell you this, man. I uh, I'm the first one to 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 
whine about the refs when the Rutgers doesn't get a call. But let me tell you, it was home cooking because it was Bryant that got a couple of bad, bad calls. And there was one particular time where Geo actually kicked the ball and then stepped out of at bounds, and, and there was no call at all. So, I mean, Bryant got the short end of the stick. Uh, there was cer- certainly some home home cooking going on. So, you know, Rutgers got a few breaks on top of that. So, again, I don't want to make too much of it, but listen, you got if you're not opening your eyes and, hey, guys, let's go. 16-point yeah. lead, mid-second. You know, you want to finish the game. Let me ask you, was your heart in your throat when that three-point shot was on the rim and out at the buzzer? Oh, absolutely, because you got a good look. Yeah, I mean, the ball's in the air. That thing goes down, you lose. They're guard- like, oh, here right, we listen, go again, same yeah, old Rutgers. Oh, listen, the clock the clock would have been done. They wouldn't have had another possession. That was the game. So, yeah, um, the game was over. I think one, the ball hit the rim at one pretty, second or so. so and that again, was it. Give, give Mathis some credit. He did get a little pressure, might have altered the shot a little bit, and stayed off him, didn't foul him. Yeah. So give, give Mathis some credit there. Uh, but uh, way too close, John, way too close. But, you know, listen, and, and sometimes those wake-up calls uh, help a team. You know, yeah. say, like, hey, guys, listen, you better get after it. So they're going to get after Niagara, without a doubt. I certainly hope uh, I don't see another uh, another effort like that because that effort, let, let me tell you, even against a, the bottom of the Big Ten is a double-digit loss. There's no sure. question about it, that second-half okay. effort there. So, you know, look, a win's a win. I'm just saying, wake up because, uh, you know, season's here. So, uh, and it's a lot, listen, very, you know, Seton Hall, obviously very exciting because they're one of the top programs right now in the country and they look like they're, they can very well yeah. um, do some real special things this year. You know, Rucker's just looking to get, get a bid to the, uh, to the tournament and that's possible too. So a lot of interesting things going on in, in, uh, in local Jersey basketball, John. Well, so, as you College hoop season in here is yep. here, and so is Jersey Hardwood. Jersey here Hardwood. MoreSportsNow.com. Jersey Hardwood, the inaugural show, and we're excited about. It. Also, I want to thank uh, Aaron Levine and uh, LG Insurance for sponsoring us uh, this season. It's a, a weekly show. Yeah, uh, we'll be hitting it uh, later in the week. We'll bringing... recap the Seton Hall Michigan Absolutely. State game. That should be a doozy. Yeah, it's going to be great. Seton Hall basketball, Rutgers basketball, and other uh, Jersey uh, basketball news as well. So it's Jersey Hardwood with Steve Titchener, John McAlevey, Matt Lachlan will be joining us as well. And it's on moresportsnow.com. And we'll catch you next week. Bye bye.